are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. I have no idea how to start this review, so I'm just going to start it. <laughs> I, I, I spent we've been talking for 20 minutes here around the table about various and sundry. I mean, and we, we brought I just, a clue. And better, I'm like, better films, uh, Grease Two, Oscar, uh, Oscar. I've been, yeah. been both listening and trying to rack my brains for the joke to start it <laughs> off with. Like, now, problem is most of the jokes I say, I feel like we give away too much about this movie. I, I, I've got, I've got. Well, mine might, but I have a, I have a little pun. Oh, that, do, you, do you got a pun? I have a do pun. Tell. I have a do little tell. a bad one. Um, um, said, Chris would love it then. I said, um, <laughs> I had a friend on Slack. I'm stealing it from him. Sorry, Rod, I love you. Um, you know, we put on our Slack. Oh, we just watched Saltburn. My friend Rod said, you mean salt urn? Why is it salt urn? Urn. Like, Death. Like, oh, okay. Oh. oh. Man, that is, <laughs> you said that? No, my friend Rod Frank, said that. I'm I got to say. I'm stealing it. The yeah. student becomes still the student. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yes, we are talking about Saltburn, the okay. second directed film, written and directed film by Emerald Fennel, who just like it was an actress who who had actually won a lot of awards yeah. and and mm-hmm. noticed for her acting. Career. The series Midge, but then uh, no, but <laughs> Wait, uh, Midge. In, in Barbie, but she actually got oh yeah that's right yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> but yeah. Uh, she got a lot of notice from uh, the Crown uh, playing uh, uh, Camilla Parker Bowles, Bowles. and yeah. also uh, she's been um, on. Um, Call the midwife for seasons, which is also very popular. I did not realize. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I didn't even know what that is. That is a British series. It's on <laughs> yeah. Netflix. It's a British series that's been on yeah, what for yeah. like what like fifty seasons or something. Something like that. Yeah. It's been on for a little while. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, but she pivoted into writing and directing with Promising Young Woman from like what two years ago, I think. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Yeah. And like for a first time director outside of a short film she had made, winning the Oscar for best script was a huge fucking deal and yeah. she like kind of instantly got elevated to the one of the ones to watch yeah yeah absolutely so yeah. i admit i was nervous going to saltburn particularly because man sophomore slump is a real thing it is yeah and especially when your debut is like is that when everyone yeah. is suddenly surrounding you telling you how great you are uh-huh. and how everything like okay and i was equally nervous when this movie started and it was filmed in four three uh, <laughs> you're you're mumbling to yourself. I was I like, that. You're oh, like, oh, dude, dude that's so fucking <laughs> pretentious choice for a sophomore film. What are you doing? Don't do four three. God damn it! Uh, honestly, I forgot it was four three by the time we were twenty minutes. Totally, into it. I was yeah. just like not even paying attention to that at all because Saltburn is a gripping, entertaining, incredibly entertainingly written thriller. Biting, that, while certainly is based on the Patricia Highsmith 
talented Mr. Ripley type formula. Sure. Certainly is based. I mean, there's no, if she said she'd never read them, I would be like, bullshit. Well, maybe she watched <laughs> through osmosis. Well, she's maybe, like, oh. maybe she watched the movie, but, but I was also thinking like, uh, Evelyn Waugh who, uh, wrote, um, uh, vile bodies and brides had revisited. And you know, that, that's sort of like, um, you, guys, attack, you guys are well uh, read. I don't know what the fuck you're uh, talking about that's here. Okay. Remember when you didn't know what Rebecca was? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, a lot like the man that's a deep cut for, for, for right this is more like the dean koontz thriller no, oh thank you now now i understand it's here not like a dean i like your koontz <laughs> i mean it could be he wrote like seven thousand novels and i have certainly and not he's wrote seven thousand two hundred and eighty two um but yeah it's uh, got a great cast you got barry keoghan who has also gotten huge notice on any number of projects a guy hit the ground running i know early on with dunkirk was he was a big deal from that and has just continued on like killing a sacred deer remember killing, that? Yeah. oh yeah Gosh. continued on with the joker guys <laughs> yeah well i it sounds like he's not returning for the the uh Spinoff, um, companion, companion movie, whatever, film, whatever you want to call it. God only knows what the fuck's going yeah, on. But, which is good because when I saw the makeup, I was like, "Nope, bad call. Don't do this." <laughs> but uh, also, the um, Jacob Lordy, who is one of those like, this is his year, yeah. right? Because he yeah. came from the e- Euphoria HBO show Euphoria, Euphoria, which I have not watched, but which I have not love. watched either because I do not really like Sam Levinson. Speaking uh, as the younger person here. I have not watched it either. Uh, exactly. uh, <laughs> good Because I am actually too old for that show. I'm uh, glad yeah. you spent time on this review to say that. Hey, no problem. <laughs> no problem at all. Anytime. Well, I'm right here. Well, but, you know, I'm, 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 I'm keeping count, right? Uh, he's having How a, many old jokes? Yeah, exactly. He's Can you a, count that? He's having a big year oh. because not only was Euphoria a sizable hit for <laughs> Max... <laughs> I fucking hate calling it. Like, no, when are you going to fire your boss? Oh, just say players? fucking HBO. Right? We, it's, it's like the same HBO. thing with goddamn Twitter. We're all calling it Twitter. We're not calling it X. We're not goons. But he's got two films coming out right around the same time. Uh, Priscilla, which is already out, and our review will be up for that soon. Uh, well, actually, it'll be out by the time you hear this, where he <laughs> plays Elvis in it and does a fantastic job mm-hmm. in that. Mm-hmm. Here, he's just sort of this... Say it, ridiculously good-looking, like alpha male dude, and I don't mean necessarily as a douchey alpha male, but like he's rich as you could get. But wasn't that interesting? Though I love that she did not make him a douche. No, he's genuinely like a a friendly guy. I I would say he's like aloof. I I think he's a little shallow, but he's just aloof about what's going on. Aloof is a great word. I think he is as empathetic. And as human as anyone can be, having grown up in that, in that environment, kind of wealth. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. It takes starts off at Oxford University with Barry Keoghan plays a student who got into a scholarship but comes from a poor background, and everybody kind of disdains him because of that. Because most of the people are in there because their families are fucking wealthy. Well, as he's shit. also trying to fit in because he's wearing like the uniform as soon as you walk in, and you're like, everyone's like, really? Yeah, they go, nice no. jacket, dude. Yeah, no. yeah. Um, and he immediately fixates on. Uh, Jacob Elordi, because again, really handsome. You're right off the bat, get the whole like, you know, he clearly, if not gay, is bi and is like, I'm into this dude. And it just, it could just be like an infatuation just because of the person itself. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe it doesn't even have to do with like sexuality at all. Just no, being like, it's just, like, I just love this person. It's, it's, yeah. well, it's, it's that being, it's that, yeah. it's that someone who comes from that world, who's someone who is 
exudes what he exudes. And it's clear mm-hmm. the fascination it, it, with it that, doesn't necessarily, and also those pecs. Yeah, and well, those pecs. It doesn't necessarily feel sexual, but there is a obsession, infatuation with him to be sure. Yeah. yeah. And when something happens where they form a connection and he befriends him, he's just thrilled to death. And as it turns out, the guy is one of the richest people in England is a part of the family, including Richard Grant and the the mom and dad, Richard Grant and um, Rosamund Pike, Rosamund Pike, who live in this giant fucking castle, like from old, old, old family money. He's like, why don't you come stay with us for the summer break? Just come, come on, stay with it. I'd love to have you here. Get there. There's a a, a sister played by a newcomer Allison Oliver. A sister, right? Uh, okay, <laughs> I thought she was a. Cu- I don't know. They're all incestuous. Who gives a shit? There's a friend from school who he who uh, Barry already doesn't like because literally the first douchebag he meets is him making fun of his jacket. Played by Archie Matiqui. I don't know who was in Midsummer uh, Gran- and Gran Turismo playing the lead role. In Gran oh, he was, in, oh, yeah. he was yeah. the other guy in uh, in Midsummer. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh, he was the inflated lungs thing. Yeah. 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 Oh, fucking A. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, Midsummer. But they're all like very welcoming, but also just kind of disdainful. Like like when he first meets the family, he can hear them talking shit about him and his background. It's like, oh, your your parents are so druggies. Yeah. And it's like, Like oh, so so poor. Barry's Barry's story is all like, yeah, my my parents are both drug addicts and and my dad just died from like being drunk and falling and hitting his head. And everyone kind of feels sorry for him, but it's clear that this rich family brings in regularly these sort of people, yeah. right? Like even like Archie Madiquay is one of those people. He's a cousin, like maybe distant cousin. I'm not really sure. No, he, he's a cousin because Roseman Pike's sister okay. is, it's her nephew. And uh, and they're always talking bad about her. It's like she's always down and out on her, down and out on her luck. And uh, she's like she always needs some help. She needs to really get her shit together. But it's clear everyone who's there is sucking to the teat. And the family kind of... Yeah is okay with that until they're tired of it. Yeah. Yes. And, and uh, you know, as well, when you're your first there, you get your Carrie Mulligan from who was in promising young woman playing the lead, who is like the friend who's like hit on hard times. And she's, immediately pathetic to you yeah. just like oh, i that's, that's wow. what, loved that's what, her in this that's what this family does they collect like really like fascinating um to Bro- them really fascinating broken people yeah exactly yeah. that the, this little like uh to use um to reference a show we were just talking about you know i'm just borrowing the title these this little this little cabinet of curiosities in their eyes you yeah. know these... i would say pokemon if you will pokemon yes <laughs> pokemon. Exactly. Yes, yes yes loser go <laughs> gotta wow. catch them all uh, <laughs> uh, <but> like, I, <laughs> Now, it's set up early on. It's for the young crowd, guys. That, Come on. That Barry is a guy who does his... Barry Keoghan plays a character who does his research, right? Like, right in the beginning when he's in school, like, okay, so did you read any of the books on the recommended reading list uh, for your first year at Oxford? And he's like, yeah, I read them all. And the guy's like, you read all 50 books over the summer. He's like, like yeah. King exactly. James Bible was in there. James Bible? Like, they were suggestions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, even I haven't read all of those. <laughs> Uh, but like very smart, very plan ahead type of yeah. guy, and very good at observing his surroundings and analyzing them. Well, some, uh, yeah. someone who obviously you know the, uh, one of his one of his various faults is that he's uh, feels he he always has to prove himself. Yeah, and someone of that that way is always going to be their worst enemy. Yeah, and, but he when he's there, he's clearly really happy to be there. But he's still kind of shy. And there's a point in the film where he kind of 
breaks out of his shell in a way that reminds me of Down and Out in Beverly Hills. Do you remember that movie with Nick Nolte? I was four when that movie came okay, out. Okay, well, it's a great movie. You should see it. But where it's like this unexpected guest that they welcome into their lives suddenly. Nick starts, Nolte? Starts, Was it Nick Nolte? Nick Nolte plays, yeah, okay. Yeah, plays yeah, yeah. A homeless hey, everybody. Guy. Plays like a homeless guy. They bring in a rich family, brings in to take, like, you know, to help him because they hit him with their car and they're like, oh, shit, we want to, like, you know. And then he ends up actually sort of in a very d- aggressive way, helping them break out of their own personal trauma. And <laughs> yeah. at first I'm like, Oh, is that what's happening here with Barry? Like, cause, cause he's making he switches... very forward comments yeah. at times. He switches to, from very shy and holding back to when he's one-on-one with these family members mm-hmm. of like aggressively moving on them to try and fix what's wrong with them or fix their perceptions. Well, I, it's really, for me, it's like I, you know. the first time that, that we saw that little turn in his personality, personality, I thought, wow, you really hate all these people. You really, you're fascinated by this world, but also my gosh, you, 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 you really want to destroy it. You, you, you cannot stand anybody you're in contact with, but you, you're so drawn to him at the same time. What's the thing is you initially have sympathy for him because he is the nerd. He is the poor guy at the rich guy school. He's got this opportunity to hang out at the, one of the richest places you could possibly hang out a world that he couldn't possibly have known any other situation. And as the movie goes along, you start to realize Oh, wow. He's the guy in control of everything around well, him here. I, I he think knows that, exactly what he's doing. I mm-hmm. think it's really interesting you guys are bringing, like, the, the way that you're viewing his character is that I thought, from from my point of view, I thought he was, uh, it was almost like um, he was learning their language and he was using... Uh, what he was learning from them to manipulate, use it, oh, use it against use them, it, use it against no, them. No, no, like, because he's like I, I think I referenced earlier, talented Mr. Ripley, or right. the, the Ripley novels. It's like Ripley's first adventure, where it's sort of right. like, okay, I know what I want to do, but I'm not really good at it yet, and right. I'm, I'm yeah. like really learning as I go yeah. and adapting and observing and uh, and and ingesting because he, he's not like perfect at it because yeah. he still no. has feelings himself because like he is being also emotionally if, if, affected by either the things that he's doing but also just like what they're saying yeah. it would have felt very hollow if it, if, it, if it had been just calculated straight from the, out from just the like go. wanting to do no. something yeah but i for me i feel like it was um wanting to take down this pocket of society in in such a way and he was so hell-bent on it what he didn't bank on was becoming part of it and being overtaken by the very thing he's trying to take down i don't don't, necessarily agree with that i really that's what i i don't think it's necessarily him wanting to take down just because they were just obscenely wealthy i I just think like in a way I, I, i think it was just like it was just a game for it. Like he wanted yeah. to do it. I, again, I, I think it's the the Ripley comparison again, where yeah. it's like, I don't know here's a guy who knows exactly what he wants, which is he wants to be them. There's a line where a character mm. goes, you're like a moth. You're yeah. eating holes yeah. in all of us and consuming Oh, sure. Us. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what's happening here. He's a guy who wants to be them, who disdains them because of their disdain for him. He but feels like that, he's better uh, than them and wants to be them. Well, the, and the, the, that's the disdain of something that was keeping him at arm's length, that that was was like his sort of safety net in a way but then he it did that world just takes him over well it, it's it's interesting because he's constantly lying to himself because there are <laughs> interesting let's say re- revelations about yeah. who he is yeah. and because he it's um it, it's such a really interesting character to think about that he doesn't uh he's never honest with himself 
which is very, let alone anybody else. With, let alone with every, yeah. anybody else, which is re, is very conflicting for him. Which is it almost becomes like a like a, a fault not false narrative. Uh, what's the term called uh, when like a unreliable narrative? Unreliable. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. It's like he's trying to explain. It's like oh, I, I, you know, this is these are the things that happen. But then you realize what he's doing is like no, this is all just like him. He just he. The first frame, the first thing I thought about is like, this guy is a hunter. Yeah. He's hunting Well, them. they reference that so, even in the script. It's, yeah. It's so interesting that you bring up the lying because uh, this character who seems is is painted as to be like the mo- like really innocuous. Because they're is, painting him that way. Yes, they're painting him that way. Yeah. Specifically. But what, 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 what I really that. love is, yeah. that, yeah. is that everybody else for all their faults and there are various faults um everybody else is so genuine in the film oddly enough yeah, yeah. but you know, at the same time it, they are they are authentically who they are that, as messed up as they while, are right well that's right. true this is also an eat the rich movie for sure yeah where it's a movie mm-hmm. going like yeah i like we want you to feel conflicted watching it about who you're rooting for in this film yes yes like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. you know uh-huh. because these all of these rich people they are so fucked up with the possible exception of uh the the, the character jacob Lordy's character felix mm-hmm. who is like yeah he's a little fucked up but not really fucked up yeah. he's actually a seems like a, a, a genuinely largely nice guy. nice guy but also is sort of fickle is just like they establish he moves on from one yeah. poor friend to another. Like, oh, look at that pretty here. thing over there. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, but the, nobody, uh, nobody that you encounter in the Saltburn uh, environment could be classified as a villain. There, there, no, there, no. There, there, there's some some deep character flaws for sure. Well, like except except and, for Oliver Gwick, the lead character who I think yeah. by the end of the film, <laughs> right, we're right. Like, it's really hard to defend this guy, but we also know him so well by the end yeah. and how like, we really see that he is not like this master tactician. He is still just a kid who's figuring out this stuff and making mistakes along the way and genuinely has feelings that he probably doesn't actually want. No, but he's also, but Uh, uh, a huge part of the conflict is because, you know, uh, yeah, like you said before, unreliable never. He's manipulated us as, yeah. as much as the yeah. family. That that's what's so great about the, the writing and, and, and the editing as well is that it, it leads you, I, I don't know, I, I would find it very interesting to actually talk to people who are not uh, catching all the context clues of just like what's like, probably like, happening. Like the past, past tense references to people and yeah. things like that. that yeah. and, in the narration. Uh, yeah, in, the in the narration, but just yeah. like, and also, I mean, th- this is not maybe this is not completely fair to talk about Barry uh, Keegan like this was like, well, he's always kind of played a creepy guy. And, uh, <laughs> and so there's just like, I think for us film, film critics, just like, we kind of know where this is going to go, probably. <laughs> but also, when but he, I wonder what like the general audience thing is like. Well, what's going on? But, but, and, but, but you know that the moments where um, early on, where he is b- before he even encounters the Alordi character, uh, you know, he's he's got a lot of moments of, you know you know vulnerability and you know well, and, and that's what's and, so great about so the great. writing about yeah. it is because like, he's still and a him. real and, and him and so, yeah. it's such a great uh again i would say character study but just like the writing of it is where you still have like <laughs> empathy towards this villain more more and, or less and even like, yeah like the rich people who are 
clearly painted as very shallow, self-deluded people, and yet they he right Emma Fennell gates, gives yeah. them their humanity as well. Now, I wanted to say, like the writing, the character writing is terrific, but so is the comedy writing here. Oh, it's yes. so funny! This is such a funny. It's a human comedy. In it's a lot definitely of ways. a black and, comedy, a, an absurdist, yeah. and yeah. a little bit surreal at the same time. I, don't know about surreal. I would think surreal. surreal. Yeah, I think that this is something wait, like really? a. Wait, wait. Well, I, I think about something like. Uh, I, I don't know. I feel like this could be in the world of Bunuel, you know, in, in a Bunuel way. Bunuel certainly touched on some of the ideas. Is that a pastry or something? What is that? Oh, my God. Just, 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 when he says things you don't understand, just be quiet. Yeah. Just, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just say that, okay? Just, yeah. uh, so we have okay. to apologize for right. He's not part of the Austin Film Critics just, Association. Oh. <laughs> Twice you rejected, know, just, hoping for a third. Just... just be pretty. Just sit there and be pretty. I'll, I'll just sit here and be pretty. <laughs> no, but I think that I, I felt like that, that. That you know, when you when you when you go into the the, the world of Saltburn, and, and we very rarely stray from that environment. Um, uh, once we once we get in there, I feel like that's a, that's out of another time and place. Like I forget that you new know, we open this movie. It's, it starts in um, two thousand six. Two thousand six, and it's almost like you know it, it, that that world like time doesn't exist in that world. It could be yeah. almost any era. It's just this very hedonistic, almost Alice in Wonderland type yeah, of feel yeah. to it, and that it had a very very heightened reality to it you know i see what you're saying with like surrealistic but i wouldn't say surrealistic it it really you know heightened reality certainly yeah no but but it it read as surreal to me because it really it read as this as as not a real place for me oh it is well i mean i I, i'm not i don't know that world i don't come from that so i don't know i can't say speaking of someone that does know that world oh do you know somebody chris do you know somebody (laughs) no i thought i knew it i thought i used to hang out with rich dudes but it turned out they were more like I make like three hundred thousand dollars a year, not like ten million. Hey, Chris, million. you want to shoot a gun? Let's that, do this. That's not saltburn money. Not no. saltburn money. <laughs> well, let's go to final thoughts. Crazy, Frank. Give us your final thoughts. Um, I thought this was um... all right. That's good. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought no. I I seen the trailers for this, and I. Uh, braggart they, they kind of yeah because i'm that cool i can watch trailers in advance right yeah, before gotta, the movie you know, actually the person that was introduced like you guys watch the trailer and like everyone's like Woo! it's like okay <laughs> you gotta have salt burn money to watch the trailer yeah exactly no um <laughs> you got that youtube money Ooh. <laughs> by the way we haven't even said salt burns the name of the estate if yes, anyone's exactly. like what is that oh, it's yeah, the name yeah, of the estate yeah because rich people gotta name their fucking houses yeah. after like harsh like uh like Pouring salt on a wound. <laughs> only, like, what two, the fuck? only two types of people name their houses: really, really, re- insanely rich people and people in college who live in a party house. That's it. Yeah, exactly. That is a hundred percent true. Yep. Well, the alerted <laughs> character it. can have both, so yeah, you know. True. Yeah. Um, no, I so I saw the trailer for this, and I let the trailer sort of wash over me just because I knew, like, well, yeah, I like promising a woman. Um, th- that alone is going to carry me into this, and uh, yeah. it's it's whatever, and it and it did. Um, I think that. You know that was such a strong debut. I, I, you see such a strong debut sometimes from a for, from a filmmaker. You think, what could they possibly do as a follow up? Mm-hmm. And the worst thing is they could. It, the worst thing for them to do is to rehash what they did before. Um, that that's not the case here with Emerald Fennell. She um, really really knocked it out of the park. I think that there is a lot to say about class, about youth, um, about. 
God. Um, doing cocaine at huge parties. Doing cocaine at huge parties. Shout out to my man, Brady Snellis. Right, right. We love our Frank, Ellis. Frank, <laughs> we could talk about this all night. Yeah, we can. We I'm just going to sit here quietly going like, yeah, I've lived it. Okay, anyway. Oh, okay. Next. All right, all right. <laughs> all right. Not the way Brett did. No, you did not. Um, I mean, <laughs> actually, I would. that would be interesting. They, I would think they could rival. <laughs> I was partying. You think the, of one, you think of the other. I was partying in the 80s and going to New York City and stuff. So I'm okay. just saying. Well, yeah. he's, well, he's an L.A. kid. But anyways. Um, no, but I'm also, also about um, someone who really is... Um, just so lost and um deluded and i'm these are just you know these are such mickey mouse terms to describe this character because there is such a specific um build up build up and also just uh, the way he's wired there's a lot going on here there's something that he does um that i really that really hit me really hard um because of something that happened to me this past summer um, in my real life. And I thought, oh, man, well, I, you know, I, I, I get you, dude. And when that's when that's taken away, um, I mean, depending on your personal experience, uh, you can feel betrayed, quite betrayed by this character. And but I think the way that Fennell, um reveals everything she reveals, it's done so beautifully, so cinematically, so poetically Um yeah, it 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 really just floored me. Uh, this movie does does floor me. Um, and we haven't even talked about the visuals. This is such a gorgeous film. One it's of the reasons, really, really pretty. One of the reasons I said you can't tell what time period this is from is because it it's it it, it it has this ethereal feel to it. It 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 it, it really does feel like another world, and uh, wonderfully so. Um, performances are great. Um, Roseman Pike, she's on my list. She's on my list. She was fantastic. To kill? Uh, yeah, to kill. Yeah, I'm gonna oh, kill Rosemary Pike. She's just too for, good. She's too good to live, right? What do you no. for a gay man? He's really obsessed with blonde actresses. Oh, uh, uh, good not, for you. I don't know that many, so I'm just saying. They're like your list is all blonde actresses. <laughs> Michelle could have played this role, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, I'm 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 going on. Um, yeah, no, this was uh, we know. Yeah, no. yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, this was. Um, what was your rating? This was great. Chris, Get to the rating. Yeah, I'm, still, I'm still in there. I'm still in Salper. Yeah, it's I'm, fi- called final uh, thoughts, I'm not st- like long <laughs> diatribe thoughts. I'm still in Salper, Chris. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give this uh, ten out of ten. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna steal it. Sorry, naked dances around your house when you think no one's there. No, oh, look a camera. Oops, happened so. to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Man, right, right? What what are your final thoughts on this film? I I thought it was I I am You thought it was keen. I, I thought it was keen. <laughs> I super neato. Super neato. <laughs> I am more pissed now that we did not get to see this at Fantastic Fest as a secret screener. Fuck everyone. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and we had to watch goddamn stupid ass Saw X. Anyway, um I saw Dogman. I heard that wasn't very good. Well, I wish we could have seen that more than Saw X. Uh anyway, so oh, wasn't that bad. I <laughs> uh, no uh, aggressively setting his vape down. <laughs> not in my house. I'm mad as hell. And I'm not going <laughs> to take, take it anymore. <laughs> shit anymore. Uh, I thought this was so well written. I loved the characters. I, I, I love. I, 
I can't wait to see what Barry uh, Kau Kigo Kagan. I don't know. How you Kigo. 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 Hey, Barry K. Barry K. My man, Barry K. My, my, my man, Barry K. <laughs> BK. Um, BK. I can't wait to see what he does <laughs> uh, next. But like, he's such a, a, a fantastic and really just hung. Yes, uh, uh, he's fine. Um, it's hard to tell. Is he a shower or a grower? I don't know. Yeah. He he was definitely a grower or no shower. shower. He, was, he was showing. He was showing. He was showing um, some stuff. Some that D. Uh, anyway, I I loved how it looked. I loved everyone in in the movie, but I, I loved his character the most. I, he was mm-hmm. so fascinating to watch because there was this. Um, I don't know how he pulled this off, but like he had this. Uh, this perfect balance of uh, sh- like bringing this like unease to scenes, but also slight comfort at the same time and it, comedy and comedy. And comedy. It was, yeah, there's, it was, there's a graveside scene in the scene movie that I thought was fucking hysterical. It was hysterical I, I and great. Sti- I had to can, stifle my laughter. Can, can, can no say, one else like, was yes, it was, yes. it, it, you know, it was all I could do. Cause I was like sitting it was next to Christian, right? It was all I could do to take my phone. Just to snap a shot of their faces during this scene. Like it, you're, they were both just like, you know, I, did you gap. see me? I was like, yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. I, I loved every minute of this. This is one of my, my favorite films of the year. Uh, it was, it was also really fun, oddly enough. And, uh, yeah. And it felt like it was such a rich, like it felt like a long story too. Like I felt like, uh, for the amount of story that it told from like Oxford to Saltburn, it's like, Jesus Christ, was this like fucking three hours? But, but, yeah, but, it, it, but, but also at the same time, though, it was whole, it was, it was whole, but it didn't, it didn't feel long. And like it never dragged. I was it's so engaged with everything that was happening, and it, I I thought of a lot of different things. I thought I was like, God, I, I hope Emerald Fennel does like a Brightest Sounds adaptation sometimes. Yes, yes. Uh, but right, also, Chris? I could have seen Saltburn. <laughs> no. I I could have seen Saltburn as like a mini series. Like there was so many things. Like I just wanted more of this. I loved it. I thought it was great. I'm going to give it. Fuck it too. I was thinking about like giving it nine and a half. I was like, I I can't think of anything wrong with this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna give it ten out of ten. Uh, um, Tubcom. <laughs> as as Frank said earlier, <laughs> like you worry about like a person like just repeating themselves with mm-hmm. their success, mm-hmm. and certainly this is much more of an assured and uh, professional second movie than the first one was. Now, I prof- uh, promising young woman is terrific. But it feels its budget. There's a lot. There's certain amounts of like, okay, this is a really fascinating idea that you're stumbling around in a little bit. But mm. like, it's good enough and interesting enough, and nothing else like it enough that you're like, mm. wow, okay, really, everybody should tell see that it. to the Academy, Chris. This feels like a director who's been <laughs> making films for a lot longer than this. Uh, certainly, yeah, sure. it's shot gorgeously. She gets these incredible performances out of all her actors. The script is well. I still insist a little bit derivative of the, the Ripley films. Like I was standing outside watching people come out and literally every person who came out in conversation was saying talented Mr. Ripley, every <laughs> single person. And I was like, yeah, because it's right there. This could have been a, a we saw Jude law and Matt Damon this and Gwyneth Paltrow. Like <laughs> that was just like, uh, it, well, it, Gwyneth Paltrow would have done some, I mean, some, some good work in here. I mean, instead if, of Rosemary Pike, if Emerald Fennel hadn't had as big a hit with her first film, this probably would have been like resourced as a, Oh, here, 
here's the first adventure of uh, of Ripley. You know, we had it, that though, didn't they? Didn't they do yeah, like a prequel but, Ripley? But, you know, oh yeah, I know what you mean. I peace never die. I mean, there's you know how many James Bond movies are not based on novels by Ian Fleming? Well, we've also got a Hannibal <laughs> Rising. Remember that Hannibal oh, Rising yeah, exactly. thing? Oh, oh yeah, God. Well, that was actually written by that um, was her book. Uh, no, the, Thomas Harris. Was that a book or was that a screenplay? No, that was a book. It was a screenplay. But but by him, Tom, Hannibal Rising was. But it was by, also a book, was it? Okay. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't know that. I, yeah. thought, was, I thought he did it. Eric screenplay. read it and he was like, "It's terrible." Yeah, well, the movie is awful. Too, <laughs> the movie is so. really bad. Um, Surprise! But <laughs> if I had any issues with this at all, is I feel like there's a little bit of a divide between the the absurdist elements of the rich people, which Rosamund Pike delivers with a plum and mm. it's delightful doing she gets all the best lines she's she's wonderful but they're ridiculous like yeah. the mom and dad especially they're absurd like uh. richard grant playing the dad is almost his villain from uh, hudson hawk he's just his hair is <laughs> oh, always yeah. crazy over the top but, like bizarre but the way they're written and the way they're delivered you get that man that's really them he's that's just, really who he, they are he's also aloof yeah. Again, it's yeah. just like it's like the evolved uh, uh, Phoenix or but, Felix, but a little bit of a divide between that and the rest of the story, which is vacillates between genuinely creepy to being weirdly emotional from the audience point of view of like going, I don't. There's a lot of I don't know how to feel about this main character, right? Because and just like in Ripley, you're supposed to both like him and just and go, wow, he's a complete lunatic. But right, ultimately, right. be uh, intrigued yeah, by him. Yeah, definitely intriguing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think this is a fascinating film that is only the start of really good stuff from Emerald Fennel. The fact that she wrote and directed this and her previous film is a mm. a big fucking deal. She is a real fucking talent. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, talk about one to watch. You're like, yeah, okay, you now should officially be on the let her do whatever the fuck she yeah. wants to do. <laughs> yes, exactly. Let her do a Marvel movie. No. Oh, is that, an, is that keep a thing her, anymore? Stop. Keep oh, her stop. pure. Don't, don't her, do that now. Did you read that Variety article? Okay, I'm uh. sorry. Let her do a DC movie. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Wait, wait, is that not a good thing no, anymore. We're what gonna, happened with we're that? Gonna, we're, she's going to do Ellis, and then she can do whatever the I fuck thought, she wants I after that. Dawn of Justice was good, guys. Yeah, no, Come on, what, is anything uh, after that bad? Uh, I'm uh, gonna, oh, Quantumania God. is pretty good. Oh, okay, <laughs> I'm going to give this nine out of ten. Of oh god, what was the term? The sexually uh, inco- sexually incontinent woman, <laughs> which is the funniest way to describe nymphomania I have ever heard. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Nobody pretty good. went for vampires. Nobody did vampires as their rating. Wow. Well, you had that, and you yeah. could have said it. I could have said it. No, but, but you had, said I, some I bullshit. Had, rating. I had to go dancing naked in, in your house because I've done that before. They'll see it. They'll just see it. <laughs> 